were we recording? Guess what, Mark? We were recording the whole time, and recording started, just popped up on my screen, so that's a good sign. What's up, Hero fans? My name's Luke, and I am here to welcome you to Hero Notes, the My Hero Academia Recap Podcast. The podcast that aims to go beyond and recap all the chapters from the My Hero Academia manga by Koei Horikoshi. And on this week's episode, ladies and gentlemen, we are kicking off our coverage of a brand new volume of the My Hero Academia, and I'm going off script completely. You are completely right, Luke. Uh, We are... Kicking off a, yes. a, a new volume of My Hero Academia Smash. Oh, boy. Oh, oh Smash! Did, did somebody say Smash? You see, I got so excited, I just wanted to talk about this brand new volume of Smash that came out last it's week. It's me, Mark. your co-host, oh, Batman hey, Beyond Mark, is talking about Smash. Extraordinaire Batman Beyond Mark. What up, everybody? It's Batman Beyond Mark. Hey! Did you enjoy a new volume of a little series called My Hero Academia Smash that came out uh, just just last week, just one short week ago, Mark, that you might have read. I did indeed. Oh boy. Uh, well, thanks for listening, everybody. Stay tuned to the next episode of Hero Notes. Same here, Go on ahead. Uh, sorry for interrupting. Um, I had a couple a couple highlights. Specifically, um, there were five of them, and I know you have oh. a couple. Uh, do but I, <laughs> I really like Darkish Night. <laughs> yes, I really like Darkish Night, which is basically Tokoyami just. Going full Tokoyami, and mm. in, in a dramatization of saving a, a person, and it's great. It's that apparently he's the he's the anti-hero we all wanted yes. and didn't know we yes. want. Yes. Um, <laughs> also, um, uh, uh, Mega Mineta X, uh, which is which is probably the longest strip in this this volume, as it is eight panels instead of the usual four. Oh, it gets and doubled, it, it starts yeah. out it seems like it's gonna be Mega Man ish, but then it goes a little bit cyborg zero zero nine in there and I liked it all. Okay. I will say the the honorable mention that didn't quite make my list uh, of the like the top five in my opinion in this uh was was uh Soapy, which is uh, <laughs> which is Kirishima <laughs> or uh Kaminari um, where he doesn't even save anybody, he just dies. <laughs> oh, <laughs> he just he just has a fantastic like like death take or like um like a character death acting moment, and it's just like okay, that was really good. What was the point? Marks? Of- <laughs> he gets full marks, right? Yes, he gets he gets full marks, yeah. and everybody's like, wait, what? <laughs> oh boy. Uh, okay, let's let's go to the uh, the other ones. I'm, I'm flipping through to them. So then there's then they're on the bus to the the trading. Um. And we have a uh, common interest where uh, the the big joke at the end that uh, Aizawa notices, like, oh, so putting uh, Kirishima and Kaminari together, they bored each other to sleep. <laughs> and it, oh, it tickled my fancy. And then you have uh, Birds of a Feather, which is uh, Tokoyami and Bakugo. Yes. They're sitting next to, next to each other on the bus, and there's a, a word game that's going on. And they kind of have, like, a bonding moment, and it's great, and I love it. I like that, yeah. Uh, just a little, a little it's, nice. It's, 
absolutely fantastic. Mm. Um, and then uh, uh, probably the the other big one for me because I, I know I know it tickles your fancy. And uh, so the kidnapping of Bakugo goes very differently here. Uh, I'll, I'll let you read it to find out, but let's just say that the Smash version of the villains are infinitely more successful. Oh yes, than the than the than the actual series. While still succeeding uh, as film. comedy characters, they also succeed in yes. doing their jobs, uh, which is like incredible. And just they just did better. Yeah, there's yeah. no other way to put it. But it's a, it's an entire Persona Five joke. Like there's there's two things that are just in, like two to like three like strips that are just like uh, Grand Theft Kachan uh, is just an entire an entire Persona Five joke to the point where they even say that they're phantom thieves and they're in like a fancy car all dressed up and it's just no, it's it's great. Um, did you have any that you wanted to highlight? Uh, I, well, I, you see, I I really like that uh, that one where Kirishima uh, and Bago and then Bago actually blew up Kirishima. I forget what <laughs> oh, it kills Kirishima. That I was, forgot that about was, that. that was really good because that that just feels like like a natural. Like, that's full circle. That's where their relationship is eventually going to end up. That Bago will just explode Kirishima, and that's how it, so, that's how it works. So, for context, it's at, it, they're, they're doing the they're training. Yes. And uh, Bako, or he's, like, pretty much he's conv- he convinced, like, Bako's, like, or, like, attacks him because they're, they're sparring. And, and he's like, oh, come on, you can do better than that. And, he's, and Baku's, like, straight up, like, I don't want to ki- – I'm not trying to kill you here. Mm. And he's like, come on, I can take whatever you got. And then just, like, he's dead. And it's just, like – the next battle, Kirishima's dead. And even Jiro's like, I can't believe you did a murder. <laughs> yeah, especially, like, it's kind of <laughs> – They're just picking up – like, like they're, they're literally the on end. the ground picking up pieces of him. And they're like, nope, that's a rock. That's not part of it. And he just – because he's, he's, he's dead. dead. He's, he's dead now. He, I, there's been a murder. Uh, yeah. Um. I will say we were discussing this in the. Of, of course, uh, we always discuss Smash, but uh, we were discussing this in the pre-show. Uh, it is the not. It's the weakest of the three volumes that we've got so far. Uh, but as I said, that in no means means that it is a poor volume in itself. Weakest of Smash is still miles above a lot of other series. Looking at the Tonka Bond, I'm flipping around in oh, my hand right now. Oh, uh, I don't know what you're implying there, Mark. Oh my god. Certain cover on it. Um but uh but yes, no, like my I can't remember the scores I gave the other two volumes. Um Who so knows? pretty much my, my score for this is if the other two were in the nines, like high nines hmm. or high to mid nines, uh this is a nine out of ten. Uh if if I gave one of them like a, a nine or a nine one, then this is a very high eight. Yeah, I would go like, it's, I, it's I, really good i can't i can't remember which uh, i'm honestly just kind of inclined to give this like an eight 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 nine right now i'm looking between an 8.5 really like and a nine uh for this and yeah the, even because i'm I, I love volume two so much i might have been in the nine five ten t- territory it was that good um volume two was amazing yeah i really liked volume two but uh and here segueing into housekeeping mark here's an exciting piece of news uh for everybody listening who might be like oh boy these guys sure do like their smash uh i wonder i wonder how i would be able to read such a fantastic series for the low, low price of $2 uh, a month or two euro or two of whatever your local currency happens to I'm be. I'm guessing not two yen, though. Oh, well, probably not. Well, maybe a couple more than two. Uh, but it turns out, 
what do you know that uh, right now actually the entire volume all three volumes of smash uh, are available on the shonen jump app as individual chapters up to chapter 57 uh, and they're all well uh, you have to pay that uh that income price of two dollars or two euro but after that a whole a whole galaxy of smash chapters awaits mark oh my goodness uh, galaxy is probably not the right term there but I, I just can't get over how how it's all available and the and the volume only just came out this month uh, it's, that's great news for it uh, it's like we finally have synergy oh my goodness but yet we still can't get the updated chapters of Act Age or Jujutsu Kaisen. What's going on, Shonen Jump App? Oh my goodness. Uh, my boy Ant- Antonio, he, he knows what's up. You don't, Mark, because you don't read either of those no. series. Oh boy. I, mean, I just read a fantastic comic series called Kaiju Max. Yeah, well, we're not a Kaiju Max podcast, Mark. I know. Let's be honest. If you're going to bring up other things, I'm going to bring well, up other Oh, things. okay, okay. We're just going to go off topic now. I see how it is. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. In fact, we're going so off topic, we're oh. going to talk about how much we are our distaste for this cover for this oh, new volume you know that's exactly i was going to swing it right round to that because that's where it all began mark that's how i was so off track with my intro because i was just looking at this dumb cover of Midori's i know we face. don't normally talk about the cover and the back and this stuff this early and we will eventually rec- like cover it again in more detail but i have to say this cover is is once again our rating scale is five oh. is the five out of ten is the is, is average it's it's like wow this is the most average thing i've ever mm-hmm. seen this cover is a solid five out of ten Ooh. which is a shame because the back is a solid like nine ten out of ten i would hit it with a nine yeah that that is i love the back cover it uh, might it be one of my favorite ads uh it's good because well. it has fat gum on it um yeah I, yes. really, I really like fat and it yeah it's it's uh vibrant it's appealing to the eye it's colorful all things it's fun fun all things that are not present in the front cover of this very <laughs> volume mark this this hot take time this volume cover is perhaps the least appealing to the eye of all of this series uh, if you were just so is it appropriate that Mineta's the cover is absolutely the, like, the, 100% <laughs> appropriate no doubt about it he just, he's the icing on the cake of this very bland boring <laughs> sponge that we are about to eat um, yeah no it's it's really like if, if straight up brand new person to the series you're like oh hey want to read this my hero academia you hand them this volume and like i know there's a lot of like even looking at comic books there's a lot of covers that are just the main character on the cover this is just the main character on the cover we've had this before but oh oh gosh darn it it's quite boring like what's going on it's just him straight up looking at us and a very bland background. It, well, it's it's like it's a bland background. It's like you see kind of what's supposed to be leaves, and maybe those are trees and stuff mm. in the background. It's very but they hard could to just as easily be smudges. Yes, uh, and and white it's and brown just bad. is very boring. Uh, maroon. It's maroon. maroon. It, that doesn't make it any better. Uh, and no, it, it doesn't. Manette is staring. It might make it worse. And he doesn't even have the gall to smile. He's just looking serious. Mineta. The comedy relief character is looking at us seriously. 
And 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 Midori's just kind of looking like eh, whatever, like pensive, like eh. I I know this is a volume where a lot of mental Midori goes through a lot of challenges mentally in this volume. So he has a lot on his brain, a lot of thinking time for Midori. So this is a lot of thinking time on the cover, but thinking time does not a exciting appealing cover make. I think Mark. Also, his eyeline really pisses me off. Uh, oh, uh, his... look at his look at how his eyes are positioned. Oh, oh, th- that 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 right one is a bit off, is it? With his, no, his but nose? one of them, you could say either one is a bit off, oh, okay. depending on where he's trying to look. Oh, so boy. if he's trying to look away over to the left, then the uh, then his left eye is off, and if he's trying to look kind of right at the reader, then his right eye is off. I'm staring at it too long, Mark. My eyes are going funny. Uh, <laughs> yes. Oh boy. Uh, so it is certainly a volume of the series known as My Hero Academia. That, that we are about to open. Thankfully, though, Mark, I will report, just in case our listeners were worrying that I was getting too negative, because that you know that is not my jam. Um, the inside contents are quite enjoyable. I th- even right from the like first page, because we get Fakum, Kirishima, and uh, and Sun Eater, and you know I'm all about that Sun Eater, Fakum, Kirishima. So happy days. But we we will get to them in a minute, because first of all, we have our first chapter of the evening. Which is, in fact, My Hero Academia chapter 129, which is, uh, thankfully, a much easier title than we had last week. Uh, it's just Airy, one word, one name, uh, three letters, pretty easy. It was written and drawn by Koei Horikoshi, and it was first published in Weekly Shonen Jump issue 15, way, way back in 2017. And Mark, we open uh, in flashback time... Flashback land. And a very detailed flashback. Oh, it's the city, and we're walking, uh, the boys are walking downtown, that's how it is. They're making their way downtown, moving fast. Uh, are they walking fast? I don't know. <laughs> I don't remember the rest of the lyrics after that, okay, and that is why okay. I stopped. Uh, oh, well, that's, that's fair enough, Mark. Uh, and Midori apparently is kind of nervous, uh, because uh, he's he's patrolling and then Mirio says, don't you go, or didn't you go on patrol during your inter- internship? Uh, but maybe you were traumatized by the League of Villain attacks, uh, which is fair. That there were League of Villain attacks. And then we get a nice little background of just uh, some bystanders. I, I, feel, I feel like it would be, like, good, like, he doesn't point out here, but he could be like, I never got a chance to go on patrol because of the League of Villains attack. Stuff like, happened. they... Like we were on our way to where we were going to patrol when our su- where when our uh, bullet train was attacked. He was still like, on we the never train. Got to, like, well, no, I mean it would, it'd be a good like he does. He's just like I don't. Well, for some reason, I don't have a lot of experience like in, in this stuff. And it's like you know, it might have been a better thing to point out that's like, oh no, I'm not traumatized from the the villain attack. It was uh, we were attacked before we could go on patrol, yes. and then I mean. Do you know what happened after that? I've never been on patrol, Mario. What are you talking about? Uh, yeah. But he never actually says that. Yeah. Like, being nervous about going on patrol for the first time would make a lot of sense. But he does say, I don't have much practical experience on the field, which is kind of, yeah, I don't uh, have... in a way, saying that, yes. It's in a way saying that, but it, but at the same time, it's also, it's like, oh, I don't have much experience, like, in the field, despite all of the villains I have fought. Like... Like, do you see what I'm saying? It's like it's the word choice yes. that it bothers me with this because yes. it's it's like, are, are are we downplaying 
everything that happened before again, just like we downplayed all of the villains at the USJ oh, no. immediately after it happened. Like, is is this what's happening again? Because that feels like what I I as pretty as this first page is. Like two it's panels pretty, in, I'm yes. like, mm, I'm not into this. Problems on the third speech bubble, Mark. Oh my goodness! But look at the man with the chicken heads. It's quite. He does have a chicken. <laughs> That is what Hawks could And there's have a frog like. man in the background. There is a frog man. Mr. Toad is in the background. And, and a bunny girl. Bunny and girl. And a cat girl. Cat girl. And then just a normal guy. Well, we don't know. We don't see his face. You know, there could be crazy stuff going True. on with his face. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a super-powered society. They've got crazy faces all over the place. But Mario continues, uh, and he says, Oh, you're going to be fine. Uh, Sir is the one monitoring our target stronghold today. And we're just patrolling the surrounding area, and he'll show him the ropes. What a swell guy! And then Midoriya, I I don't know. I kind of I felt like this was Midoriya being like M- maybe it's just because Mirio is so innocent here, but Midoriya is like just like he's over. He's analyzing Mirio as a threat here because he says first I should watch him work, or first he thinks uh, first I should watch him work and figure out how far ahead he really is. Uh, and still, it's strange that All Might never told me about all this. And I have to say, at that point, it's like, but why is that weird? Because he found you. Uh, I can't remember was it the order of events. Like he he was told about Mirio before he even met Izuku. Yes. Or like it was around the time, to- like when he first started talking. Yeah, at the school, mm. and then he met Izuku. So he had never even seen Mirio like anything except for m- maybe he looked up some stuff from the the uh the sports festival and he read his file but other than that like he he didn't meet him until at earliest first day of school yes so it's just like never told you about it it's like never told you about what the fact that somebody else was some other people were like it should be this guy but i had already chosen you like like what do you want from me does not know that yet that's the thing. Well, well, yes, but he's, I know, but he's just like, what? Well, never talking. Yeah, he, he's doing that uh, thing Yeah, where... no, he does. He does. Oh? He already had his talk with uh, All Might when they brought him up, didn't they? Did, uh, but did they bring that Last up? volume? Did they I bring miss, that? I'm, I'm, misremembering? Oh, I, oh, I don't know. We'd have to read the volume, even though we just did. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, Speaking of which, I think we both had homework. Oh, I, From last I, week, I, I entirely forgot what mine was. I'm failing this class. Oh, my goodness. Uh, episode, Apologies, everybody. Episode 70, letting everybody down. Nice. Uh, but anyway, we'll continue. Mario just remembered something. Uh, they've not told each other their hero names. And uh, Midori is pretty easy. We know that guy's hero name. It's Deku. And then Mirio is like, oh, but oh, Deku, you mean good for nothing? Are you sure about that? Which and... is interesting because I could have sworn it meant like week before, but okay. No, I think it was. I think it was because that's what Bakugo used to call him, right? Good for nothing. I think that that that. that uh, maybe maybe it's that. Maybe you should do your homework, then, Mark. Oh my god. Yeah, goodness. maybe you should do your homework. Oh, and here we go into one that I don't really understand, Mark. So hopefully you can help me understand this because how he goes by Lamillion. Yeah. Uh, and he says that he's not ready to use the entire all just yet. So, l l l l l m l i n is that how he just takes one letter out of all uh, or two? But just all million. But then why is there an e? You know, I don't understand. And what does all? Mi- who would call themselves all million? 
That doesn't make any sense. Well, after he saved a million people, he'd be like, I've saved all. I am all million, and I have saved okay. a million people because I'm a teenager and I'm not thinking things through, Maybe Luke. Maybe just, just call, call him Hero Saver. saver He's not thinking people. things through, Luke. He's a teenager. I'm just saying. He's 17, 18 at the most. Have better taste, Lemillion, because that is not a very... What do you mean? Lemillion's actually a pretty decent name. I, you know, it's opposite interpretation. Now, the, the Alt-Million is dumb. That's Lemillion, it's not the worst. Why is it French? Not that there's a problem with that, of course. Uh, what up all our French hero notes fans? <laughs> I would say don't ask questions. Uh, um, but I, he, he pretty true. much... Yeah, he says that... He, you know, and the million is because that's how many people he he wants to save someday, nice. which means that that millionth and one person. Mm, I'm sorry. Yeah, boom. So you're, um, you're out of luck. He's, he somehow stops like a, a a nuclear weapon from going off. Well, I guess I've I've oh, I've exceeded my quota. Yeah, time to clock guess out. Guess I'm retiring. I'm Says out. At Twenty. Yeah. Boom. Um, and he's like, cool, right? Uh, kind of sounds uh like the rock band. Uh, now, do you want to take a stab re, at this? Re, Remy Oro men, uh, I'm sure they're Remi great, men? and they don't appreciate us butchering their names like this, but that's just the way it is. Um, and then uh, Mirio continues, and he says, When we don these costumes and step out into the city, we become heroes! So stay sharp, Deku. And then Deku says, Roger that, Lemillion. And then we see... Heaven forbid you step out anywhere else besides the city. Whoa. Well, I, we... I, I know, it's, it's hyperbole. Oh, boy. Like but we, we, speaking about hyperbole, we see uh, Deku not staying sharp because he, he, he's freaking out. And he's going, ba-dum, ba-dum. That's the noise his heart makes. And, he, and he's thinking, no freaking way. Uh, and then we, we flash back to the present and we pick up exactly where we left the last volume. Uh, no, we flash forward to the present. Whoa, uh, timelines, am I right? <laughs> oh my goodness. And uh, it's, oh, it's only Shiei Hisaikai's young boss, Chisuke himself. And Mr. Overhaul, Mr. Mr. Birdbeak Man, even though it's a plague mask, I'm still going to get that wrong. Because uh, you got to uh, confront the big boss oh. in the early set of the, or stage of the game in order to be able to build them up for, uh, for when you finally take them down. Oh, well, yes, oh. I am comparing this arc to a video game, specifically in uh, a JRPG um, plot progression. And, and game progression, because that's what this arc is. Whoa, uh, a, a lot of setup and a build up, maybe. Yes, um, but still, I wasn't expecting it, Mark. Maybe I need to play more JRPGs. But uh, but overhaul. Oh, Final Fantasy. Uh, well, yes. Uh, overhaul uh, is walking out into the street, and he's saying, "Sorry for all the trouble my uh, daughter caused, hero." She tends to get excited while playing and hurts herself. It's a real. And problem. he has a. And he has like a, a like a, a smile like a smile. I mean, it's through the mask, but it's yes. like it's very clear that it's a smile. And he's like, "I'm so sorry." Like he's the thing here is, is it almost feels like he's so practiced at this that a normal person would think this was genuine. Yes. Like that's the that's the impression I get from this is that he because of his life growing up in the the Yakuza and having to do this stuff that I mean Midori is too scared here to because he knows of the person, but otherwise, if he had no concept of this person, uh, this is a well Midori would act. This is a well-trained act, is what I immediately get from this. Uh, and it's a good thing he's got his eyes closed, because Midori is straight up 
straight up panicking here. Uh, you can see it on his face. And then Mirio, the first of many, I'm gonna, Mirio is on point in this chapter, Mark, because immediately he swings up Midoriya's mask to cover his face uh, so that they can't mm-hmm. see his identity, which is a very good idea. Uh, and he says, did you forget to wear your hood and mask again? They must have not gotten the right size for you. Silly, silly Midoriya. Oh my goodness. And then Midoriya is, is, st- is still out of it. And he's like, well, what's he talking about? And then Mario bows, talking directly to Chizuki. And he says, uh, oh, we're the ones that should apologize. And then Midoriya gets it. He's like, oh yeah, we have to put on a good face. Uh, because my face was practically screaming... I'm panicking no freaking way, uh, and I can't do that because we're not supposed to know each other. Chizuki and Midoriya, they shouldn't be connected. Uh, if I act suspicious, I could impede the work Night Eye is trying to do here. Uh, but, you know, he still continues to goof throughout the chapter. Oh boy. Uh, and then um, Mirio explains, that fabulous mask you've got there, you must be with the Hisaikai. Uh, because you guys are kind of famous around here. Which, which once again brings up the whole implication, if you if you listen to our Vigilantes podcast, how you have these organizations that are that are deemed villainous, or like that the the members are deemed legally as villains mm. that are apparently completely legal and that like just exists in society that, that that exists like it's like oh you must be with us like him being able to say this and it not immediately being like I must now kill you. Yeah, two it's heroes. not a problem. Yes. Yes. It's, yeah, no, it's it's weird, and it really has, like, it doesn't come off weird here, but when you have the context of vigilantes, it's like, there is a problem with this society. We live in it. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. No, I was more getting at the fact that you can, just because of where you work, you can be labeled a villain. Yes. Legally, but, but never, never be arrested for it, never have any type of record, not because you were so good or you never got caught, but because... Just your organization was just – I'm not saying that the, the Yakuza shouldn't be labeled, but it's it's like it, it, they seem to be like an official thing. Like mm. it's in like the a, real world, it's, it's if, a a, member, if a member of the Yakuza, like a criminal organization was just mm. to uh, – you'd probably be able to find some type of work to get them. I'm just saying it's very weird. It's a level of have, like false – it's a level of coexistence that just seems wrong and false. Like – like, that you're able to officially like he's able to officially say, "Oh, you're a member of this," or hmm. "Oh, yeah, no, you you be you had to register all of your employees as, as villains." Whereas, um, you know, usually, oh, you're part of this crime family, and it's it's like you're an official member, and you're not even just like, oh, a known. It's like you're announcing, "I am a member of this crime family." Uh, you could be arrested for that because of just the implications. Yes, especially by you know, uh, uh. A patrolling member of a uh, of a hero agency, hero it's agency so sponsored by the government. You know, yeah, it, it's it's really odd, but I I like it because that's just that's the way the world building has worked so far to explain this. Uh, also in vigilantes, shout out to vigilantes. Um, yes, but he's he's talking about that, um, and then uh Chizuki is explaining about the mask he says don't mind it uh, he's just sensitive to dust and grime uh, i've never seen you two before newcomers to the hero business you're both so young uh, and then mirio continues the spiel he's like oh that's right yeah we're all just nervous about being such noobs and then he tells uh, midori stand up buddy gotta face the unknown future on your feet so he's trying to get a uh, control of the situation here 
And I, I will say that um, uh, so far, um, Overhaul has like he has like very like nice, just genuine eyes. Until this next panel. Oh boy, I I really like how it's just a pitch black panel like for the background as well, um, because that just kind of heightens the the seriousness of this expression on. Because Overhaul just asks, and what agency are you working for? Um, and alarm bells are starting to ring, and Mirio is like, oh. Uh, well, Mario figures out that he's trying to figure out who they are, obviously, and then he kind of is on uh, distraction mode because he's like, oh, we're just students. Uh, it'd be mighty presumptuous for a couple of fledglings like us to claim any association with any agency. Uh, we're just getting the chance to see what's what during our internship. Uh, so he's not revealing anything uh, because he doesn't want to reveal Sarah's name, obviously, and he just wants to get out of the situation. Uh, so he's kind of already making the excuse to leave. He has to say, or he says that we have to make all our rounds before, uh, oh, across the entire neighborhood before lunch. Let's go. And then Midoriya's like, oh yeah, okay. And then he's about to get up, but then little Airy squeezes tight on his sleeve. Uh, and then Midoriya looks down and we see that Airy is quite upset and she just says very quietly, don't go. Um, and then Midoriya is, uh, kind of nervous about this, and then he looks up to Overhaul and he says, mm. "Who has genuine eyes again?" Yes, a normal background, it's white background again, uh, and he says, "Your daughter seems scared." And then scary background, uh, scary eyes again for Overhaul, and he says, "Only because I just got done scolding her." And, and that's we, probably true. Yes. Uh, in but, a sense. In a sense. Probably not a good way, though. Uh, but, but And then Mirio, oh, mind you, scolding is never really good uh, for either party, let's be honest. But uh, but Mirio, <laughs> Mirio is like, uh, abandon ship, bail, red alert, let's get out of here, uh, stop acting so suspicious. And he just says, let's go. And then uh, Midoriya is like, yeah, but these bandages don't look like something she got from just playing a little too rough, considering it covers almost her entire arm and leg, uh, both legs and arms. Um, and then he thinks that this girl, she's holding tight and not letting go. And then Overhaul just says, she falls a lot, which is not the, not the best excuse now, Overhaul. Come on, you were on point, but now but that excuse is a bit lame. And then uh, Midoriya says, for a girl her age to be trembling in fear silently, I just don't think it's normal. Not natural at all, is what he's thinking. Uh, and then Scary Eyes overall again, don't presume to know what's normal for other people's households. That's both true, and um, I'm sorry, but beating your children, that being a normal in your household, does not make it okay. Yeah, no, that's, yeah, he's he's getting, as we go on, he's getting more and more suspicious uh, with the line, she falls a lot. And just even how he's, like, lifting a hand, kind of just, like, to wave it off, like, oh, she, she just, oh, she's just a clumsy girl falling all over the place, getting bandages on both arms and legs, you know, well, what of it, really? Uh, and then Mirio is like... Let's abandon ship right now. Just stop. Indeed, they're all types. So he's just trying to agree so he can get out of here pretty quickly uh, because he can he can see now that Overhaul is annoyed by all the snooping uh, and apparently he'll be even harder to expose if he gets too wary. So uh, we got to end this now and without incident. But Midoriya, in his mind, uh, argues and counteracts this by saying, you're wrong. Not taking action would be more suspicious. It's not natural. 
Uh, and when we and he's thinking back to what Mirio said about donning the costumes and stepping out into the city, they become heroes, and no true hero would abandon a frightened child, which is quite nice. And I do like how we get like the big panel format for this, uh, as Midoriya just straight up asks, "What are you doing to this girl?" And then Mirio looks nervous, and then Eri holds on to the sleeve even tighter. And then Overhaul just lets out a big sigh, Mark. Oh my goodness. Um, and then he says, It figures that a hero would be sensitive to such subtleties very well. Then he turns around and he says, It's a bit embarrassing, really. I'd rather not be overheard. Could you come this way? Gesturing towards the dark, mysterious alleyway. Uh, and then Mirio is kind of thinking, as he nods to Midoriya, whatever happens, I'll deal with it, but we won't be taking this child away from him. And then they all enter that dark alleyway together, with Overhaul in front, and he explains, I've actually been concerned about Eri lately. No matter what I say, she fights back. And Midoriya's thinking, is she being abused? And then he asks him, raising a child, that can be tough, I imagine. And then Overhaul replies, Yes, children are so difficult. What will they become? What can they become? I constantly find myself wondering about that. And as he tugs a glove, he starts to pull a glove off his hand. And knowing his quirk, that line is such a big threat. Like, oh my goodness. Yeah. Wow, that is dark. Like, oh, <laughs> oh boy, Overhaul. You are a twisted twisted man indeed and immediately Eri notices the tugging of the glove uh, and she dashes out of Midoriya's arms and uh, Mirio and Midoriya notice this as well and uh, just that look from overhaul that glare is oh scary and then in a silent and I, panel I do... oh yes continue in a silent panel Eri with her head down just uh, returns to overhaul uh, before he's even finished taking off the glove well, I don't think he. I don't think his intention was to ever take off the glove. I think he was doing it like he was, and then staring at her. Yes. Um, being like taking off, like, is this where we really, really where yeah, we're gonna go? It was the threat go. of it. Yeah. That she is... was like, nope, they're super nice to me. They're trying to help. Mm. I'm not gonna get them killed. So such a fantastic sequence of events. Uh, this is really, I really do enjoy this chapter. Um, and then majority is shocked by this. He's like, well, what's going on? And then uh, Overhaul is like, oh, as as Eri returns, done throwing your tantrum? And then she just nods silently. And then uh, Midori's like, mm, Eri? And then Overhaul just looks towards the heroes and he bows and he says, yes, it's always like this. Sorry for making you listen to our problems. Didn't mean to trouble you. Good luck with the job. And then uh, Midori's like, wait, why? And then Eri just continues to walk. Mirio uh, immediately uh, stops Midoriya from following. He says, don't follow. Didn't you notice that sudden bloodlust? That's what lured the child over to him. Uh, push him too far and he'll be that much harder to catch. We need to follow Sir's directive. As, over, or as Midoriya pulls off the mask and then it starts to rain, Mark. And then we change scenes. And then uh, now we're back in the compound, and Overhaul is just, he's frustrated. He's like, young people today are, are sicker than ever. And he tells uh, one of his minions, Chrono, uh, to prepare a bath for him. And then we see this other guy here. He was like, sorry, sorry, boss. Like, I turned away for a second, and then she ran away. And then he just 
kills this man. Just, he turns into just a blood splatter. He don't goof. And, and he's pretty much he's like, uh, and, and clean this mess up. Uh, and then Krona's like, uh, sure, as he's holding Eerie. Um, and it overhaul is just like all, all of that, like all of them sick with hero syndrome talking about the young people today. And then he's like, Eerie, uh, that's quite enough selfishness for now as he's leading her to like a, a medical chair. And it's, it's like, you're the centerpiece of my plan. And then, uh, one of, I think it's Chrono starts undoing her bandages and, uh, well, overhaul says, please don't make me get my hands dirty any more than I already have. And then one of the other like little like gnome ish. Dudes. kind of uh yeah. minions is like uh he he has uh he kind of toddles over and he's like phone for you overhaul it's Shigarak from the league of villains he's calling to give you his answer and that's the end of the uh the chapter and i have to say i want your opinion oh do you think right there um given that midoriya has the gloves so he can um though i don't think he's practiced it at this point um mm. Does, wait, does he have the gloves at this point so he can do the, oh, the finger? Oh, he doesn't have Air Force. No, not at this stage. He doesn't have it at this point. No. Um, though this would be the appropriate time to just sacrifice the finger. Oh, sure, it would be handy. Do you think they could have taken him or at least gotten Eerie away without getting themselves killed right there? Especially when he started walking down the alley. We see. We don't know his quirk. Well, we know his quirk, but no, no. I'm saying, like, do you think, knowing what you know, yes, do you think that they could have taken him, boat, or at least escaped him, boat Lemillion with her, with Ari, with Ari? Yes. Hmm. Um. Just, just remember who had who. Midoriya is holding her. Yes. He would be the one, uh, carrying her, and probably Lemillion would be the one fighting overall. With Lemillion fighting on their yes, uh, and both in their current status, and, and then probably running. Like let let let's just say it's not fighting as much as distraction. Then oh, run. it's hit and run tactics. Yeah, it, it's it's get him on his knees and and book it as fast as you can. Oh boy, uh, yeah, that that speed force activated for that bit more. Oh man, um, I'm just know, saying. Do you it, think it, they it's could? It's interesting. Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, honestly. Because I think that they could have. I think that Midori would probably lose a f- or have a finger broken in it. Mm. Like, because I absolutely imagine him to like uh, overhaul turning to charge and Midoriya just forgetting about the finger, yes. just being like, "Screw it!" Like, it's it's worth it. Within the narrow confines of that alleyway, uh, and I'm looking. There's no way he would have been able to get away from yeah, it. Yeah, I'm looking like unless he was able to, but like. Air Force is so quick, uh, or even the finger attack. And e- even even if he charged, that might even make it worse for him. Mm, mm. And I don't think he would have enough time to disassemble anything and build up a barricade or whatever, or even a shield. Uh, he time. might not even know it's that 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 that's coming is yeah, the thing. Yeah. Um, like know, he might go for possibly. an attack, and then it, that's what I'm saying. It's like yeah. it, the irony with all of this because it will be mentioned eventually later. Oh, why didn't they just take him then? Mm. It's like. In hindsight, they could have. I still, yeah. In, in hindsight, they could have, and they would have probably gotten away too. But you see, that's you see, that's the thing. Hindsight. I think Muriel made the right choice here. Uh, oh, I, 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 I do, I, I do think as Midoriya well. Midoriya was saying, in the like, wrong. Think... Now, obviously, it's 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 very like Midoriya is in a very difficult position in this chapter, and it's something he did that... have a he did have a little scared girl ask him for help. Yeah, it's like and she's Mir- clearly been like physically abused mirio's position even like mirio is standing above he can't he he can see Ari, but 
Midoriya is down on her level, literally. Mm-hmm. Um, like Muriel wants to disengage and get out of there immediately. Whereas at this stage, Midoriya is quite literally anchored to Eri because she's holding on to his sleeve. And he's right there in the thick of it. And he can see the distress on this little girl. So he's not going to be able to get out of it just as quickly as Muriel can. Uh, but I still think that Muriel is right to do this. And I'm glad, obviously... Like, like maybe because Midoriya, if if Miria hadn't stopped Midoriya, and Midoriya is 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 questioning, is like, what's going on? He could have very well launched an attack in that alleyway against Overhaul, uh, and I don't know how it would have played out if it was just Midoriya. The um, I'll be honest, the only way Midoriya wins, only way he wins, hmm. is if he went full power. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's gonna lose an arm. Well, I, 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 I just say it's like if he did a full power punch, mm. oh, he would win. Like that would just be it, it would, would just be done. Uh, it would know. be done. He might lose his arm, but it would be done. It would be done. And there's just nothing he could have done about it. Um, yeah, no, it's an interesting. I really enjoy this chapter because it raises a lot of questions um, about about both our protagonists and like, what was the right thing to do it's such a difficult position like it's i don't envy midori at all here um and no does... no what the, uh mirio mirio did the right thing yes um with all this i just say it's like in hindsight it's like i think they might have been able to take him you can like, understand because from hearing because... the story you can understand when when they are in that big meeting room in a couple of chapters time you can understand what the pros are thinking why did they do this? Why didn't they take him on? But because they weren't there, so, and they don't well, there's, know what there's happened. Sub, because there's subtext to it in the yes. sense that if if Overhaul was the one that got her, that means all of his other minions were looking for her somewhere else. Mm. He didn't have his guard with him. Yes. Yeah, this, this is, is the most he was, vulnerable this was, we've seen this Overhaul is yet. the most vulnerable he was. Mm. Like, that. that's why it's a big deal, because he would have been fighting alone. Mm. Like he would have been fighting alone, um, and and they would have definitely been able to escape with with Erie before they were able to regroup. Like it's that's why it's a big deal. That's yes. why it's referenced because this is the one time. I think this might be the one time in the entire his entire run as a character in the series where he's vulnerable. Where we see him solo, uh, at least yeah. as far as I can. Well, think. no, I, I, I no, I would say vulnerable because. Even even eventually, when you obviously are going to have the big fight, yes. some of the other some of the other lesser ones have been defeated. So I wouldn't say that that was him vulnerable because they took because they took out his guard that was there. That's not really vulnerable. Um, I would say vul- that this is like the one time he's vulnerable because they're not there. Yes, there's no one else that would be coming out to do that because he hates doing this kind of stuff himself. So if they were there, they would have done it. Ooh. Ooh, you see, that's the a, one time he's vulnerable. The sign of a good chapter where it has has us talking about it so much, and we haven't even gone to the final thoughts yet, Mark. Oh my yep. goodness! Um, yes, it is very good. Uh, looking forward to the final thoughts. But we do have not ju- not just one chapter, Mark. We got another one to go, and it is My Hero Academia chapter one hundred and thirty. Listen to the truth. Mark, get them THs sounds going, oh boy. Written and drawn by Koei Horikoshi, and it was first published in Weekly Shonen Jump, issue 16, 
way way back in 2017 and we continue uh with the rain it's raining once again uh and we cut to the to the other patrol team it's uh it's sir night eye and bubble girl and one of them is speaking i think this is sir night eye here considering how the sentence continues and he says well their influence may be waning but the yakuza survivors do well for themselves and then we see the yakuza stronghold it's got high walls no windows Quite the stronghold, really. Uh, it's been a week and a half since our investigation began, and there are fewer people coming and going here than usual. And then uh, Bub Girl notices that, oh, my phone's ringing. Huh? It's Million. I like Million. That's I like Million. I don't like Le Million. I like Million. There, there, there's a little yeah, game changer on Mirio's name. Oh, my goodness. Uh, and, then, and then it's Million, and they ran into Chisaki himself. Oh! <gasps> Dun dun dun, and then they all meet up uh, at the at the corner of the sidewalk, and then uh, Mirio is explaining. So sorry, it was a complete accident. Oh no no! One of the things I want to say is it uh, like Bubble Girl? She just looked because it's been raining. She just looks like super happy. Like hey, our two inexperienced guys just ran to the big boss. <laughs> yeah, you know that is yeah. Well, well, I could also like that could be nerve drops of sweat of nerves, you know. But it's also raining. It's also raining, so it could soaked. be raindrops. So she seems to be very happy that uh, you know the two new guys uh, just ran into the terrifying threat that they're going up against right now. Oh boy, uh, come on, but tickle hell really did a number on Bubble Girl, and she just hasn't been the same since. Oh boy. Uh, but then they all meet up at the sidewalk, and they're explaining, Mario, so sorry, it was a complete accident. And then, uh, <laughs> Midoriya with his hair wet, uh, is really, like, we've never seen Midoriya with his, his hair kind of floppy like this. It's pretty it's pretty amusing. Uh, but, um, Mirio explains that it was like that classic scene where you run into the transfer student coming around the corner. That classic scene, Mark. Oh my goodness. And then Sir Nairai holds up the hand and he's like, nope, this was my failure. It could have been prevented had I foreseen you two in advance. Why didn't he foresee them two in advance? That's what I was thinking. Uh, that seems like the wise thing to do before a patrol when they all split up and search for clues. Uh, but I suppose that just didn't happen. And then uh, Bubble Girl says, we're just glad that you guys are okay. It could have been dangerous if he'd gotten suspicious. Oh boy. Uh, and then Midoriya said he didn't seem all that terrifying. What the heck was the entirety of last chapter? Excuse then? me, young man. That is that is fictitious. What you are saying, he is downright oh, scary. No, like that, that really pissed me off. Like reading, he didn't that seem all that like, terrifying. I, I'm sorry. Is that acid rain what? eroding your brain, young man? <laughs> oh no, he is scary. He is scary and half the battles. You're terrified, oh, Midoriya. Well, I, yeah. Oh boy. Maybe he's just trying to put on a brave face in front of the boss. But this is gobbledygook that he's he's dishing out onto this plate, and I'm not having any of it. I'm base. I can tell you, like, there is a point already, like, taken off for this chapter because of this one tiny panel oh. at the very least. Like, it it infuriates me how often in this series. We we have something, and then we're immediately told in a text box, no, that thing didn't mean anything. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, that big, that big event didn't mean anything. Yeah. Well, no, this is particularly because, like, and it, it's not USJ. even... USJ. It's basically USJ villains all over again. Yeah, yeah, and the very next chapter as well. Uh, but, like, Midoriya is not... Midoriya is scared. 
Like, okay, he does have that brave moment when he asks what's going on, what's, what are you doing to this girl, but Midori is scared for 90% of this chapter, or this previous chapter, so just straight up say, oh, he wasn't that scary, I, I thought he was fine, I'm sure up, Midori. Shenanigans. 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 And then uh, Sir Nightlight uh, isn't taking any of this baloney. And he pushes up his glasses up his nose. And he says, The other day, a band of robbers were making their getaway. And uh, they got some other people involved in a truck crash. The ones involved were members of Chisaki's Hisaikai. However, there were zero injuries or fatalities. And Midori's like, what? And we, we remember these guys from way back in Volume 14. Just last volume, uh, and it was, uh, or was it volume thirteen? Maybe, maybe it was volume thirteen. It was, it was. The they were twice the guy. Chapter. They included the guy who was welded to the uh, tire. To the tire. Yeah, what a what a happy time that was. Uh, the robbers reported feeling intense pain, such as being your face welded into a tire, uh, before blacking out. But they awoke without a scratch. Even pre-existing ailments like. Rheumatism and cavities were miraculously cured. Hmm. It's very well could have been thanks to Chisaki's quirk, but either way... So they do know his quirk at this stage. They do know that he's able to break down and rebuild stuff. Yeah. Okay, that's interesting. The villains were arrested and no one was hurt, so Chisaki couldn't be questioned for any crime. Then Bob Girl chimes in and she's like, "They say, still they say the stolen money was all burnt up, uh, but the police decided there was nothing ab- about the incident that was worth investigating. But the Night Eye Agency decided to start tracking the gang, given how strange the story was. There's no way to know what he's thinking yet, but this is a guy who gets stuff done. And Mario puts up his hand and he's like, oh, excuse, excuse me, sir. There's a silver lining, actually. We have new intel to report. Chisaki has a daughter. And then Sir Nina's like, a daughter? A daughter. A daughter? Ellipses? Question mark? Uh, her name is Eri. Her arms and legs were covered in bandages. Midoriya uh, holds his fist in shonen determination and he thinks about uh, little Eri. She was really scared. I don't know what was going on, but I tried to save her. Because I wasn't terrified of overhaul at all, apparently. Oh, because I just wish I could have done something to protect her. Which is fair enough. And then I like... Uh, Sir Nairai is on point in this chapter as well. Enough of that arrogant thinking. And he just points the finger at Midoriya. And then Midoriya's like, what? But I... And then Sir Nairai breaks it down. He says that haste makes waste. Go after him haphazardly and he'll slip through our fingers. You're not quite so special to be able to save whom you want, when you want. Which is definitely a dig uh, at him not He's being all right. right. Also, the, once again, the irony here is is that literally if they had saved her, his, uh, the Hisaikai, their their entire operation would have ground to a complete halt. Yeah. yeah. Because while well, they probably had some samples, the second those were used up they had nothing to replace it with. And all robots um, So Eri. so that that's just like the irony of it. It's like haste makes waste. It's like uh both yes and no in this situation. CD makes a happy situation for everybody involved, but that didn't happen today. Oh boy. Destroying your enemies' supply lines keeps them from having supplies. <laughs> But he, what you know, I still appreciate what he's saying here. Like he's. Oh not no, no, right. I agree. I agree. I agree with Sir Night. I'm just more making a joke about yes. it. It's like, but destroying situation. my enemies' supply lines keeps them from having supplies. It's pretty, it's 
pretty pretty sound yes uh presently we're requesting other agencies to team up with us on the case good old-fashioned superhero team up oh boy first we must predict what the enemy is planning after extensive analysis we'll start planning to make sure everything is in place this is going to be a coordinated assault the, the this world is not so accommodating that you can act like the hero because you feel like it and Midoriya is just kind of like taking this all in the cleverest villains out there lurk in the shadows there will be times when precaution must be taken you two return to the office you're done for today you're with me bubble yes sir says bubble and then future Midoriya chimes in and with that bad taste in my mouth the first day of my work study was over before I knew it. Oh my goodness. And then we get a blank white box to simulate the past. And then time. one week later. Well, it's morning! Two exclamation marks. Oh my goodness. And we see a very ragged, and we know it's ragged because it has the sound effect. Rag what does ragged sound like? That's the Ragged. Ragged. Something like that, maybe. And it's ragged back ago and ragged Todoroki. And the girls are, they don't know what's going on. What's up with Pago? Another fight? That's all he does these days. And then uh, Kaminari explains to the girls that uh, it's not just him trying to keep up. Have a look at Todoroki. And I think this is Mina here. And she says, what a waste of those good looks. Because he has the bandages and, and scratches on his, his, his mm -hmm. handsome face. Uh, what happened? Question mark, exclamation point. Uh, guess the provisional licensing exam course is running them ragged, as we know from the sound effects. I didn't know it'd be so physically grueling. And then back goes, I enough gossip in you jerks. And then uh, good old Ida, uh, with his, with, I like how in the previous panel, he's got like his robot mode action getting ready for this next movement as he raises his arm up uh, energetically. And he's like, class is about to begin. Where are Uraraka and Sue? Uh, excuse absences, president, says Momo. Uh, and then Jiro chimes in. Looks like the boys are missing Kirishima. What's going on? And Mineta slaps his table, or slaps Midori's desk because he's got an important question. Uh, how does the work study, Midork study, uh, which is a weird nickname, Midork study? That's, is it you, probably works better in the original is Japanese. Midork study, there you go. Uh, are you really working with some chick in a pervy costume? Uh, and Midori says, uh-huh, but it's clear that he's got his mind elsewhere, because Mina is asking, oh, how long is it going on for, and can I join in, and she's waving her arms, oh boy, and then he says, uh-huh, again, he's clearly zoned out of it. He's, 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 he's suffering PTSD, Bago, because yeah. of how terrifying Overhaul was. Not terrifying. Maybe that's denial, is is that a, that's a step in the process, I don't know, uh, I'm, I'm no psychiatrist i don't know what's going on uh, but oh boy ua really needs like a counselor or something because this is like we've seen it first from back ago and now midoriya is is straight up like he's having problems here uh as we see from his giant head that <laughs> that has absorbed all might sir night mirio and airy all the that part where uh bakugo yells at him stop talking about how you're getting ahead of me yeah so obviously uh you know he's thinking about heads as well uh, because he's got Midori's big head on the mind as well. But yeah, no, uh, Bago's getting annoyed. Uh, and I, and then that just that panel, it really throws me off, Mark. <laughs> 
why is his head so big? I know what it symbolizes, but like, look at the size of his hair. It's huge. Yeah, it's 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 pretty big. And then you get um, you see Midori is not really doing great with other stuff. He's so distracted, like he's clearly having problems in uh, Cementos's class. And then um, he he they're at the USJ, and then he fell in the water. And all I can since we see um. Uh, we see Ida running across the water mm. or, or something like that. Uh, my only thought is, is, wow, Ida's moving way too fast. Also, Midoriya, did you think that, like, are you in fact a speedster in the fact Speed that you force. can move fast enough to run across the water? But it didn't because, work. Because it, right here, like, it's like, you could concentrate during class, and then we see Aizawa fished him out. I was like, if you can't do, like, the work study and, and then handle normal school, I'll put an end to it. And all I'm thinking is, is like, did Midoriya just think he could run through the water and just fell in? In which case he fell in very, or did he just jump into it? There's context missing here. Yes. And I, I need to understand what that context is. Yes. Because I don't understand how we got to this point. How did we get from A to B uh, is what I want to know. Or from Midoriya not in the water to Midoriya drowning. Uh, and and either just speeds on by, not a care in the world. I love it. Uh, and apparently he couldn't concentrate during classes, believe it or not, Mark. Uh, and then, yes, Aizawa says, uh, you know, if you can't hack both of them, then we're going to have to put an end to it. And then Midori is thinking that this just isn't working. And he's striding off and he's looking very And he has an angry annoyed. face. He's got an angry face. And he's lost his nose. That's how angry he is. He's, he's so angry he's doing a Krillin. No nose, Midoriya. Uh, Midork study. Uh, that's his name now. And then, um, and then Midnight strikes a weird pose as she sits. No, on she's the chair. she's already striking a pose when <laughs> she's asked by Midoriya uh, where All Might is, and he says that she's out that he's out jogging, mm. and she's like, "Uh, you, you didn't know he started training right after the home visits." Uh, and she's like, "I think you should take it easy while in the, the retirement." But uh, eh. and then uh, Actoplasm's like, "What? What? What's with the pose?" And uh, and she's like, haven't done it in a while, so I feel yeah, like good, good reason, you know, strike a pose every so often, all right. Good pose though. Yeah, and then uh, future Midori, I think, is it or is it just current? But you see, he's using the boxes. He's using the boxes. This is not future you... thinking. This is. But it is absolutely present, Midoriya, and we see All Might is out running in a coughs, and then Midoriya just anime charges towards him with Whoa. the big dust. Speed Force. Like stuff in the background. <laughs> He's using the Speed Force. Yes. And he catches up. And then we see the moment where he disengaged the Speed Force because there's a little, like, speed line or t- yeah, action y tick mark. Action, and he's like, yes. um, and one's like, oh, it's you, Midoriya, uh, kid. Cough, cough. Uh, uh, are, are you here to ask me or, or ask why I'm here? And you think I think that he I, does I, that I, a lot. I think that would get old really fast if, if you. And then Midoriya, and then Midoriya, I don't know, like, stumbles? Maybe I, I he's just tired after all that. Out, Look at like, his foot. Whatever. Look at his foot. His yeah, foot no, he's like he broke re- his foot. I don't understand really this. <laughs> and he's, he's like, uh, you do everything, right? Like how died I uh, knew about one for all and and how uh, Togata was allowed to be your sixth. First of all, is it really that weird that um, his sidekick knew about his quirk? Just going to dissect this mm. this panel which does look visually good he's like uh nice. like how like how uh night i knew about one for all and i'm like why is it weird that his sidekick knew about his quirk i don't i think that's the least of midori's problems because uh, yeah no yeah. no i'm like what the heck um, that's that's normal and, and says the successor is fine and it's like um and, and then midori says you knew right why didn't you tell me and he's like 
and 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 I think what I was remembering at the beginning of this podcast was having read through this. Okay. Like when I was like, oh, didn't he already have the conversation? I was thinking of my read through of this, this for this yeah, podcast. This specific. And Midoriya's like, he's like disheveled and he's like, our water nuggets are in, in all my. It's like, did I have a reason to tell you? Savage. And Midoriya's like, well, of course you did. He Whoa. just starts yelling. Uh, he's just like, of course you did. Like it's it's all uh, coming as news to me. And then night, I practically rejected me. Uh, I just don't understand why uh, you could have been thinking all night. And he's like, uh, and I've never been in this this weird, and I've been in this weird haze trying to figure out uh, why you kept it all a secret. Why not just tell me about it? Like, I just want to know, uh, not as your fan, but as your successor. And, and just all my just kind of like turns and glares at him, hmm. which which I agree with. Do you think Midori is in the right or in the wrong here? No, Midori is absolutely in the wrong about this. Also, there's a tiny mouth inside of his mouth, very uh, Aliens style. Oh, no. Uh, in one of the panels where he says the successor, seriously, look at that. Tell me that's not like another mouth. I can see it. I can maybe. Uh... Um, but no, no, he's not in the right. It's like none of this concerned him in the sense that it's like, yeah, some other people wanted me to pick somebody else, but I chose you. Why would I tell you this? I think that to me is it to me that seems detrimental. Or it's either going to overinflate his ego hmm. unnecessarily, or or be kind of counterintuitive. Like other people wanted this guy, um, but but I chose you. Uh, and all might's like uh, I didn't think uh, having this talk would would be to your benefit. Hmm. You really want to know? And he's right. He's yes. like, uh, and then, um, and Midori's like better to know than keep wondering about these secrets. And oh. it's like it's not really a secret. It's a secret would be as if people had tried to keep this from him. Midoriya had never even asked the question because he didn't know to ask the question. Yes, yes but Midor- a, or All Might never hid it from for, him either. For instance, for instance, it's like, like you don't know the name of my parent, Luke. My parents, Luke. Oh, but you've also never asked what their names are. So is that really a secret? <gasps> Uh, well, maybe do, do you see the analogy? Maybe I might like, regret it... asking more. <laughs> oh my goodness! Well, well, but you get yes. what I'm saying. It's like, yes, it's like you, yes. you never asked the question, so why is it a secret? And he's like, uh, it, it almost like just don't regret it. Regret asking, and all my it's like, or and uh, majority's like, I won't. I won't. Uh, so that we get to see this, this legitimately cool panel, and I like how all might is super heavy, kind of American art style, and then um. Uh, Night Eyes, because he's supposed to be, they're supposed to be antithesis of each hmm. other, and, uh, Sir Night Eyes, like, is, is manga style as you can get. I like that. And All Might says, like, Night Eyes started out as, uh, and I like how he's actually answering a, a completely different question here. But he needs like, the build up. He needs no the exposition. Point, at, well, well, no, here's the thing, is that, is that he's not asking why were you at odds with him? Why did you have a falling out? Why did you? Why did you, like? Why was somebody else like the pick? Mm. Like he, what he, what Midoriya asked All Might, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, is why didn't you tell me that somebody else was like, um, uh, that Sir Knight I wouldn't like me because he, like he, he already had another person yes. that he wanted. Why didn't you tell me that about Muriel and stuff? Being that like, is the main. Him, that is his that main is, that, concern. I, is that answered here? No, it is not. <laughs> no, it is. <laughs> But it's a nifty so, story. So while this is a nifty story, it's complete. It, like if I was Midoriya, I'd be like, all of that is really deep and Off really topic. interesting, and I'm, I'm, I'm legitimately this is good information. I don't know that what I said should have prompted this. Hmm. 
Um, also, can I have an answer? Shutting him up, um, but yes. So, so uh, All Might says, uh, Night Eye started out as one of his major fanboys. He made it a point never to take sidekicks, but, you know, Night Eye eventually wore him down and he brought him on board. Um, and they were together for about five years. Uh, his physical abilities weren't all that impressive, uh, but his brain. Uh, but his, uh, but that brain of his was just the thing to help him out. Mm. And Midori's like, I know all of that. <laughs> uh, you were out in the field while he provided support behind the scenes. I, 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 I thought you guys got along. And All Might's like, yes, but our partnership dissolved when I got hurt six years ago. All Might continues, uh, uh, we just saw things different. Once again, it, they treat this like this is what Midoriya asked. This is not on <laughs> any point, on any level, what Midoriya asked. Stay on top of all, mate. I do like, though, I do like that they utilize the trees and the leaves blowing to, to enter the flashback. That is quite nice. Yes. In fact, they're much better trees and leaves blowing than we get on the cover. Oh, um, and Night right. Ice says, uh, this is too much, all might. Uh uh, you really ought to retire, and all my he, him in the hospital injured, and we see Nezu and um, Gran Torino there, and Gran Torino looks like he was recovering as well. Yes. And all my, uh, uh, haven't you seen the news? Everyone's looking for me. Um, uh, they're waiting, so I have to go. And that is like trying to be a hero in the state you're in is only going to lead to more pain for everyone. You'll never be like you were before, not uh, with your respiratory system so damaged. For the sake uh, of the peace you seek, retire now uh, while you're still a living legend. And as he's like, if it's someone to inherit uh, one for all uh, that you're looking for, uh, you have the pick of my students. Uh, you know, you've done enough already. And Night Eye continues like, uh, a soft, warm bed and some good rest is what you need now. Find a, a, a bright, strong, fresh face for the job. Find someone just like you and pass it on. Uh, and All Might, still trying to hobble down the hallway, is like, uh, and what of the symbol until I find them? Uh, all for one may be gone, but in our superpower society, his, replacen- his replacement will never be far behind. Um, and he, he starts collapsing, and Night Eye grabs him, props him up, and, and, all, and Sir Night is like, I understand the symbol's significance all too well. I respect it, but look, you can't even smile. Ooh. And this entire time, All Might's not been smiling. He's been barely, like... It's like he, a grimace. He's struggling to stay up. Like, it's a grimace. Like, he's mm. tried smiling and it's not working. And we see Recovery Girl and, um, Gran Torino there, uh, as well, watching. And was she in the other panel? I just didn't. I, no, she was just off panel. Yeah, she was um, maybe and, behind and, and her. Like, if you insist on continuing, uh, these th- theatrics, uh, I, I won't support you anymore. Uh, I don't want to. And, um, and All Might turns and very, uh, accusingly says, did you foresee me? I thought I told you uh, not to do that for me, Night Eye. Um, and Night Eye says, uh, you can retire now. The next number one is sure to appear before long. Like, things may be uh, tough and, or touch and go for a while, but perhaps you can avoid that. And it's it's like, gosh darn it with the pronoun game. And and now it's a glare from all my, he's like, uh, and how many will be subjected to fear and suffering in that short, uh, in that short time? And all my, now on his two feet starts marching away mm. as Night Eye is as everybody else yells at All Might. Um and All Might says, Besides your foresight, uh has never been wrong before. Uh there and uh Night Eye's like, There's never been uh, a precedent, no, but still I, I can change the future. And I wanna say, point out right here that we, we find out here that it's never been wrong, and then we also are setting up that the precedent that, you know, it could be wrong, uh and this pisses me off uh, later on. 
Okay. Um, but just putting that little the little foreshadowing well, what, what, note. Store of how that this, one in the in the soapbox lockbox. Yeah. Okay. That this is gonna piss both of us off in a couple volumes, Ooh. but whatever. Um, and he's like, uh, at, at this rate though, uh, what I've seen will come to pass. Come to pass. Uh, we can't have that. And and he just continues yelling. Uh, I want nothing more than to be there for you, All Might. And All Might's like, uh, and it's for the world's sake that I that I am here. Night Eye and Night Eye just as All Might walks off um, defiantly. Sir Night is like, continue to pass, uh, continue down this path, and you will encounter another villain. Uh, what awaits you then is unspeakable, an unspeakably gruesome death. Um, uh, and I, it's debatable. It almost feels debatable. Like, did he tell him all of this, or is this him remembering? Because All Might then says, uh, "We were at odds about my future." Uh, the fight split us apart. Principal Nezu recommended uh, Togata to me. Uh, I ran into you before I could meet him. Um, so that tells me, no, he didn't. Like, part of it, like, the reaction of Deku here says he absolutely told him all this. The words that are being shown here tell me he didn't tell him all of this. Well, you could, yeah, you, you can take it. Uh... So my guess, my guess, oh. my guess of what Midoriya heard, until we find out eventually that it isn't, is that it was probably up until, um... Where he's like, uh, yes, but our partnership dissolved uh, when I got hurt six years ago. Uh, we were at odds about my future. Uh, <laughs> uh, that fight split us apart. Yes. Like, and then Midori's well, he doesn't like, say that he fight. Like he had, like, and then All Might's like, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry. I never wanted uh, you to know this uh, because you're a fan of mine. And Midori just looks like he just heard all of this and is now traumatized. And I'm like, God, I hate this chapter. I actually, counterpoint, I think that is a very strong finish. The time, the time, no, his reaction does not feel, does not feel appropriate for how worked up he was to just hear some of that stuff. Yeah, but um, what he I, heard I'm, I'm was saying, quite he probably, disturbing. What, what he heard is that, uh, you know, when I got hurt six years ago, uh, you know, we were at odds, like, we were at odds about my future, so we split up. Um, and then the principal recommended Togata, and I, I just, I met you first. That's it. Um, that's basically what Midoriya hears. Well, and that's well earth shattering. The flashback is what All Might is thinking, because Midoriya doesn't know this stuff. I think it's implied that at least based on what it's being. Well, then it's implied. It's implied that, that fight. He told him he that, says that that fight. So what fight would he be referring to otherwise? Well, I the mean, I mean Midoriya knows Midoriya knows about that the the particular fight that's involved. Yes. But I don't think he. I don't think All Might shared. Um, uh, so pretty much all my says is like, uh, but our partnership dissolved uh, when we uh, when I got hurt six years ago. We saw things differently. Uh, I forgot about the pen. He's like, we saw things differently, and then we go. It's like we were at odds about my future. Like all of that is the stuff Midoriya hears because the rest of this is a flashback. All my having because he's definitely not telling him here. Otherwise, this entire panel doesn't make any sense. But at the same time, Midoriya's reaction only makes sense if he heard the rest if of he this, heard the and full thus story. it's confusion. It's a lack of a uh, conveyance. Oh. I don't know which is true. Um, and it pisses me off because it sullies the end of the chapter. Because what it's the last page seems to be indicating is that he didn't tell Midoriya this entire story. So Midoriya's reaction is like, like, I've just heard earth shattering news that like All Might's going to die. Um, and but. Well, that's, that's in fact like, what that's, we find that's, out that's, from that's the very the next battle. Yes. Visual. But. 
what it based on what is said it's just like yeah so you know we, we we ended up splitting up because we had a difference of like what what my future should be and uh well yeah mirio's recommended to me um you know you're the one who i, I ran into first so that's the earth-shattering news that appears to have been told to midoriya i had a disagreement with my sidekick uh about my future we split uh, uh mirio was recommended to me uh, but i met you first that's the earth-shattering thing that the last page seems to imply that he oh, told, boy. as opposed to having told Midoriya this entire story. I couldn't – the fact that there's a, a strong argument for either mm. – in fact, based on the last page, I would say a stronger argument that he didn't tell him that stuff, when I'm pretty sure canonically he does right here, that's a problem. That's a problem of conveyance. That's a problem of conveyance, which is what a – a story does it conveys you a it conveys you a narrative and the fact that i can't follow this easily not even easily the fact that i can now make a very strong argument based on just this chapter alone that he didn't and that this big revelation was just yeah uh we we didn't agree about my future and uh then you know so we split up and then i got a recommendation for this person but i met you first that's a huge revelation hmm i'm waiting for you to justify that hmm well, I just need you to read the like next panel from next week. Will your argument change next week, Mark? That's oh, the question. Oh, it shouldn't. It shouldn't matter. It shouldn't matter. No, yeah, because we are talking about this chapter. So the problem yeah, is with because this next chapter. chapter. Because next thing absolutely says, hmm. yes, you're going to die. So he did show him all that. But the fact that you go from this, I mean, think about it. Um, so so here's the story that actually happened. Uh, uh. What awaits you then? Is it unspeakable gruesome death? And then all my immediately picks up from there. Uh, we were at odds about my future. Uh, it, it, it doesn't convey well. No. There is a split sure you between those. Yeah. I just threw the Tonkabon down. I just threw the Tonkabon down. Oh my goodness. Because it pisses me off. You're going to ruin that lovely volume, volume 15 cover, Mark, that we love so much. I made sure to throw it down on the cover so I didn't touch the beautiful back. There's a. Okay. I, I, I was getting nervous. You know, we do like that fact going back. But there is a split between, yes, I will give you that. While I might not agree with everything you're pointing out here, there's, there's, uh, uh, it's a, it's a junction, it's a clunky junction that we are click clacking on the railroad down here. Um, like, it doesn't, it's clunky. We were at odds from that unspeakably gruesome debt to, that's more than just at, like that is, oh no 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 we were on odds about my future um so we split yeah. uh which which i guess yes because he's talking about the future but it, it's just it's like There's uh, a better way of phrasing uh, that the fight fight split us apart no yeah. because here's the thing is it it feels clunky reading it straight here mm. do you know what flows really well if you added uh we saw things differently uh we were at odds so that's pretty much me skipping like five pages yes uh like having that flow there flows really, really well, mm. but but having it flow as is doesn't. We didn't get like that's it that the way. other problem with it. It's yeah. like uh, I can't I can't tell what you told him because it doesn't seem to all link up even like eighty percent. Yeah, yeah, it's clunky link. Uh, it's clunky, a lot of clunkiness, Mark. Oh boy, it's a clunky chapter. Um, I still think that ended with. <laughs> Also, I like really most like of that, that is not what most of that is not what he actually asked a question about. Yeah, what, so the whole like, thing is off topic, you, really. You, 
you you finished like you did like two in like two word bubbles you were able to get the entire answer to his question and then you gave him a bunch of other information that he didn't need extra story now you know he's always going to he's 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 an all my fan so he's always going to take this sneak peek but uh yeah if i was midori i'd be unsatisfied with the uh customer helpline that all mine is provided for one for all queries uh yeah no uh, i have a feeling i'm gonna be giving this chapter a much lower score than you oh really what made you think that uh but uh yeah you know <laughs> hey opinions we all have them isn't that the great thing about hero notes boom 70 episodes in and so you never know what you're gonna get What's your score for chapter 129? Well, chapter 129, I think, no matter what we say about 130, uh, I think we can both agree that we really liked 129. Yes. Like, 129, oh, well, I don't want to, I don't want to lay my my eggs before they've all hatched mark because i'm a big chick count your eggs uh oh i don't know what you're talking about uh, i'm clunking along this junky railroad track you know my my uh synonyms are all over the place uh, i don't even know if that's the right word for it this is a good chapter mark guess what uh, this might be one of the strongest opening chapters to a volume uh we've had ever in this series uh, I, potentially i think this chapter does a fantastic job, uh, not only of of uh, getting that high level intensity immediately. Uh, well, I suppose we we start with a quick flashback, but immediately you are right in the zone again, uh, where we left in volume fourteen with that you know oh boy here's the bad guy what's going on? Ari looks like she's in trouble, and that tension. There's a wonderful tension in this chapter that continues and extends and expands until it's fit to burst. Um, and it, fit to burst with Midori or with Overhaul's glove coming off. And just that look, like that sequence, that whole kind of silent sequence with uh, with the look to Eri and then Eri silently uh, just uh, getting close to Overhaul and, and getting back to normal. And then even Midoriya doesn't know what's going on. But so much is kind of conveyed there without saying anything. I love, oh, I just love the, the contrast between Midoriya and Mirio here. As Midoriya is, he, he, he's right there with Eri. He knows exactly what's going on, like how distraught she is. And he can't take it, even though Mirio is trying to get out of there as fast as he can. Because he's thinking about the plan, and he's thinking about not jeopardizing Sir Nidai. But Midoriya is at the ground level with Eri, and he can see what exactly is, is, is how she's feeling and how distraught she is. And, and he's he, going full Midoriya. He's going full Midoriya, but who can bl- in this case, who can blame him? That's the problem. Like, while I agree... Sir Nidai. Uh, Sir Nile, <laughs> yes, uh, and the heroes, uh, you know, uh, hindsight is twenty twenty, of course. But well, no, no, no. They, then they blame him for not going full Midoriya. Full Midoriya. Like, who's blaming him for going full Midoriya? Oh, Sir Nile, it would be Sir Nile. Who blames him for not going full Midoriya? A bunch of the other heroes. Bun- yeah, you get brownie points from them. But uh, you see, the problem is, I think they're both <laughs> like. I, I agree that Miriam was in There the are right no here. right answers? There is, that's what's so good about it. It's such a messy situation. Uh, and it, Because Overhaul is just such a meanie, meanie guy. And he's so not nice. Um, 
that he's put them all in this in this sticky it is the definition of a sticky situation uh, and they are it is it's, it's a hard time that they're going to be in and i like how like this is obviously the catalyst for a lot of internal anguish for midoriya and for mirio as well that's the thing like we can say that mirio was in the right and that he was trying to disengage but clearly we will see that this has an impact on mirio as well uh, and obviously that will play out in this arc as we will see and uh, you know if you watch the anime you know of course but yeah no i just really really like this chapter it it builds up in and and continues exactly where the last chapter left off with such high there's such high intensity and and high promise as well in that last chapter and it execute upon it executes upon that expertly it's a magnificent chapter i can't get enough of it mark i love it so much uh 9.5 out of 10 i really do like this chapter um it's really good i really like it what do you what I'm do you think about a it, solid mark? nine a solid, solid nine, nine. Yes. it's a really good i don't like it quite as much as you do but uh mm. i think it's a really solid it, it you're right it probably is the best uh best or definitely up there um in the like beginning of a volume you know i think 11 had a really good first chapter Oh, I need to rack my brain. Because that, because that, that would have been right. That would have been the fight. That would have been the part of the all for one fight. Well, oh, that yeah, because volume ten ended with the the meeting of the fists when. Yeah, I don't remember because I know there were, I know there was definitely one of those chapters we disliked, and I can't remember if that was the first one in eleven or mm. the second one in eleven. Um, so this may help hold the title, but uh, no, it's a solid nine for me. It's great. So what do you think about? Like, I don't have much to say. I said a lot of it during it, and you covered. <laughs> Basically all the po- bullet points I would have covered just now. So uh, what about 130? 130. Talk me up. Talk me up. Oh, talk me up score-wise. Okay. okay. Oh, you give me you give me a challenge, Mark, because I know you're going to be scoring low for this one. Um, I like it. Okay. <laughs> Big surprise. Um, first of all, I like uh, Shurnai's dressing down of Midoriya. Uh, I thought that was nice because a lot of the time... Like we 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 said, go full Midoriya here, and then a lot of the time he gets chastised for uh for for doing it afterwards by either a doctor saying your limbs ain't gonna work anymore, buddy, or Aizawa or whoever. I like how he doesn't go full Midoriya here, uh, but he still gets he he just can't win, Mark, uh, because he still gets chastised. can't win. He says, oh, overhaul wasn't that scary. Yeah, that's a you know what. Mark to go now. That's that's a load of baloney. That's a load of baloney, Midoriya. Sorry, you're just skipping over that. I'm like, no, he doesn't get away with that. That is a load of baloney. I would, and while I, you know, he does go a bit. He is high intensity, and he's very intense in in this chapter toward, especially with uh, All Might. Now, I will say, I don't. I actually like that. I don't mind that because. At that stage, he's been he's been sitting, and all of these thoughts about Night Eye and about all it's he's the the pot is at the boiling point, uh, or the big oh when he's in the class stuff yes yeah, and when he's thinking about all that and uh, as we see with the beautiful visualization of his giant head uh, with all those mini faces in his head and his giant afro hair is crazy, uh, so I have I think like. All Might is just the just the the person who is he's letting out all his 
his frustration out on here. So I don't actually mind that. I think that's that that's neat. Well, you know, I think that's actually a clever outlet for his frustration because this is all building up in his head and he just has to let let it out at some stage. So why not let it out, All Might? And All Might continues by uh, delivering not what he wanted to learn, but uh, another little story. And I do think this is actually... I think the flashback might be the highlight of the chapter. Taken by itself now, Mark. And I think you can at least agree with me that the flashback, in its own context, not connected to whether or not uh, yes, it plays. I will out agree with what you're saying. The the problem with the problem is not with the flashback; it's with the conveyance of what the flashback tells our characters in the present day. And well, what we well know. It, it, no, it, it's not even that. It's the uh, it's it, this. Does the story convey that our our characters in the present day are being told this story? Yes. It's not what does it convey because it's very clear what it conveys. It's it's unclear at this point. Did All Might just tell him that story, or was All Might thinking about that story as he as made his the response? Digest version. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. Is this is this information that Midoriya now knows, or is this information that is just for the reader's benefit? And the fact that it's not clear. In fact, it's so not clear to the point where you start the next chapter. That you have to clarify? Yeah. Because cause that's what it is. That's the very next, it's, the first panel of the next chapter. Is is, is clarifying that Midoriya heard this. The fact that that's not clear mm. to the point where the writer felt that he needed to to start with that. And now some people would be like, oh, it's it's a recap like for people because it's a week-to-week publication. Like, oh, what just happened? It's like, you're going to die? It's like... It does feel like a natural progression of like what Midoriya would say, yes. uh, given this information. Yes. That being said, yes. it's the fact that it, – it's the fact that he says that and then – and like Midoriya says it and then we see separately afterwards Midoriya processing and saying it again. Yeah. Tells me that this first thing was to clarify. There's recaps. Um, the no, yeah. thing this feels like it's it's setting it in stone because it was not clear. <laughs> the last I should be able to make a reasonable doubt argument. Like it should be like, oh, you're really stretching for it. It's like, no, I can make a pretty decent argument based solely on this chapter that Midoriya did not, in fact, hear this information, and that he's, I guess, overreacting because honestly, that him over looking like that doesn't feel appropriate to what he was just told or, or what it what or, it or from what all might just said in that yeah, last panel not what he was said. told specifically yes. what all no, might right. said because those yeah. lines are clunky and they don't match up with the rest of flashback but they match up really really well with the last time the, we saw yeah, President the, All Might. Before the leaves blow, really, it all went wrong. No, 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 like the panel afterwards, just before he starts the thing. Yes, we uh, just saw things like, differently. Yes. And then and then that fits straight into we were at odds about my future. Um, yeah, you see, take the flashback by itself. and I think you have the strongest part of this chapter. Um, I, really... I, I would uh, I would agree. This right. this chapter almost has three sections in it. It's very yeah. Considering how how tight and neat 
129 was. 130 is a bit all over the place. Um, yes. Uh, but I really do like that flashback. Like I really think, I think it's it it. I think for you now, you are somebody who's not big on Sternidae at this point. How did uh, you... at this point? No, I no. If if you recall, like halfway through, like last uh like 128 mm. when he realized that Midoriya hadn't started doing this stuff when he actually starts that's being when a person he around that's when i started liking yeah. him and i like him throughout uh and i like him at, uh at the beginning of 130 i think this flashback does a lot for sir Nai for me it does i will, I, I will, no i'll agree it does a lot for his character cuz you see him as a like a complete human yes this is like a lot of the a lot of the kind of the detachedness and emo- like this is all emotion. This is uncharacteristic emotion from Sir Nidai here. Um, really, like that unspeakably gruesome death. Um, and you gotta imagine like what what Sir Nidai has seen to even say that. Like that really, oh oh, you feel bad for him then. Um, and you know, he, All Might said himself, he's a big, and we know. Sarnaya is a huge All Might fan. So to be happy to see it, it, that, and to see his it, hero to the point where he can't even smile, but he's still also, pushing himself to the to the very end. That's got to be tough. The the I gotta say what you said kind of brings up a like an entire can of worms of like does that mean uh, what he saw, when he saw All Might die, um, All Might was in his 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 muscle form mm. for like that second because if he gave up his quirk or if he gave it up eventually he wouldn't have the muscle form anymore yes. and he would just be small might which i would think would i don't know is probably how he dies um and probably how he saw him dying which means it's like giving up the quirk means that it's, it's just, like there's an entire like r- like row of questioning that just saying like him trying to change this like that and stuff like that and forcing him to do that is it's just like i would think you'd want him to have the quirk as long as possible because the second he gives it up like he's small might <laughs> and that's probably how where you saw him die gruesome i don't yeah, know i can imagine a gruesome death with small might um yeah yeah or or, or he saw him die is 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 all might in which case wow uh that was a split second mm not hmm. trying to be critical i'm just saying it's just hmm. like uh i would just say yeah oh, you know okay 7.8 mark 7.8 is the score i would give this chapter i have a feeling you're gonna go lower but so there's like two halves of this chapter okay. like specifically so like i'm gonna give all i i'd give like the first part where they're they're out uh patrolling and like coming back from it i'd give that like a solid like eight and a half Okay. And then I'm going to give the stuff, like, since they get to the school, um, well, there's some funny bits because of the conveyance problems. It, even with the flashback, I couldn't give that higher than, a, like, a, uh, like a, maybe a six. And that's just because of how good the flashback is. Okay. But how poor the conveyance is. So I, I, I'm going to have, like, six, seven. Six, seven. You know what? I'll, I'll uh, no, six, seven. I can't six, give it, seven. can't give it higher. The conveyance really even pisses me off. Even with that flashback, Also, Mark? also, also, oh. Midoriya's thing in the beginning where it's like, oh, he didn't seem that scary. It's like, Oh yeah, that is off. yeah, that is like I'm so, like I'm baloney. sorry, but that 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 like I I I love this I love this series, but if there's any truly awful panel in this in these two chapters, it's that one. Oh boy! Like, thank you for just down. I mean, even though he's wrong, thank you for downplaying how your character 
felt about a situation when you very visually showed us one thing and then you're like, oh, no, it wasn't that. It wasn't bad. It's like you saw like a character in a horror film and they went through it and all. They survived. And then um, and they're just glad to be alive. And then the the sequel film, like they they may only have a cameo in the beginning, but they're like, oh, yeah, no, that was no big deal. It was just whatever. And and it's not like them just playing off. It's like, Mm. no, that that wasn't really that scary at all. Like, I mean, it was just a thing. And it's just like, thank you for just talking down the entire situation. You showed us one thing, but told us the other and expected that to be how they felt. It would have been really, really interesting. And I would have bumped up my score a lot, actually. If, if he was, like, shaking while he said it? Yeah, yes. if if there was a way of conveying wasn't. that what he was... That he was trying to have a brave face, yes. Yeah, what he was saying and what he was feeling were two different things. And if they played... Because, you know, it's obvious that this has an impact even later in this chapter. So we could see immediately afterwards that this boy was messed up by what just happened. Like, the fact that Sir Night is just, like, immediately into exposition about the overhaul gang like we don't even like we get that one is it's, it's completely once he says it, it it's never we it's done we never notice it again but they could have done so much with that you know that could have really showcased midori's mentality here and what he's going through and honestly having an entire chapter of like the the cool down from that last one mm. and then having this day at and then adding a little bit more to like the day at school and show him really struggling and yes. actually showing us classes and stuff like that would have been a really bigger way to emphasize how Midoriya's mental state because here uh, especially starting a chapter with him being like eh, I feel like what what's your problem Midoriya like it doesn't come off as like I should sympathize with him because he's he's traumatized and this or this is bothering him like this is really bothering him. It doesn't come off as that. It comes off very very forced. Mm. Like here's a plot point that I need to do, and it wasn't paced well. I think this. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right. I think this chapter should have been. I don't think they should have had the whole all might because even like. We're, we get halfway through the chapter almost, and that's only when we're getting into the Alma. And a lot of content is covered there. I don't think... I think the problem we would have had about conveyance, if that cha- if that content was given a whole chapter to breathe... Well, not, not even necessarily a whole chapter. More just like y- you have a chapter showing him that this is really bothering him yes. for like an entire day of school. Mm. Like... Like, oh, this is like or, or like over the course of a week, like showing it like, no, this is this is really bothering him. Instead of skipping to a week later, having been like, oh, this is, I guess, bothering me now. I yeah. should go talk to All Might after class. And yeah, we see that's glim- what it is. We see glimpses of it, but we don't dive in where we really could. And it's a shame because we, we I, know. Unlike Midoriya, who for some reason is jumping into the lake in the USJ. Oh boy, Speed Force didn't work. When, when I guess he was trying to run across water. Like, no, explain. But we know. Even Ida, even Ida shouldn't be fast enough to run across water. But that, but that's, that, that's a lesser extent. Oh boy. You need to explain why Midoriya was trying to run across water. Is that, re- is that really really the biggest problem with this chapter well no 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 but i'm just saying like that's it's something where it's it's like it doesn't even come off as midoriya is not focused it comes off of like well yeah he was trying to run across water and that's almost played for laughs like do do, do, do you get do you get what i'm saying with that it's like it's it's, 
Like it's it, it's almost played for laughs, which undermines the entire serious mo- note of it. Yeah, which like is it's a supposed shame. to be like, oh, of course Midori is fast enough to run across water. It's at eight percent. For really for for all the praise that we gave Horikoshi, um, one twenty nine. For, for well, no, one twenty nine is still the gem of a chapter mark. I will. Well, I'm, no, you're saying all the praise we gave him for one twenty nine. No, 129, I, no he, oh. I'm saying. For all the praise that we gave him for dealing with Bakugo post oh, okay. post All Might fight and all that kind of all that simmering and then the build up to the fight and how I thought that was so well done for Midoriya here who's kind of going through a similar thing it's so messily handled and, and he's and, the protagonist and he's the pro- <laughs> like there's so many problems we have here with just how he's portrayed. And how he's experiencing You've this. You've talked it, me down to a 6-5. Oh, no. My plan is backfired. But, uh, but you, you see what I mean? Like, I don't know. Maybe if there was just a little bit more... Anything. Thought. No, because I know that, you know, he wants to He wants to get... I, I have the feeling that Horikoshi wanted to get into this explanation of why... What happened between Sir Nairai and... Uh, and all might because that's been building up for a while. Then maybe he should have had Midoriya ask. <laughs> yeah, because uh, that's not what Midoriya that's, asked. That's an unrelated question. Yeah, Midoriya. All might given. Midoriya him... said, "Oh, you knew that he would reject me because he had already picked out somebody else to be your successor. Successor. Why didn't you tell me about that?" Um, he's like, "Are you sure you want to know?" And Midoriya's like, "Yes, yes, I do." And despite the consequences. And so All Might tells him how him and Night Eye like broke up as a as a duo, and, and then yeah, okay, I guess in passing at the end, it's like oh yeah, your name, his name, Miro's name was recommended by by the principal, and I just I met you first, but it's just like uh, what? I think my problem with this chapter, and we'll we'll I think we'll wrap it up here because we we we've, we've spoken a lot about it. Um, I think one twenty nine is all succinct all together. Uh, and a really just solid, like one. Uh, well, it's not a one shot, but it tells its own story in there, and it all fits. One thirty is trying to wrap that up, then show kind of the 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 aftermath with Midoriya, and then squeeze in big All Might revelations, big significant stuff that will have a big impact on both our protagonist and All Might, uh, all into one chapter. And as a, as a result, none of those specific points by themselves are able to shine because they're not given enough breathing room that they really deserve. Uh, especially after 129 did such a solid job on itself by itself that I think it needs that time to breathe. I don't think it should all be squeezed in like it was in 130. I think that's where a lot of our problems lie. Uh, looking at the big picture of it all. So, not as good a chapter as 129. Definitely not. Uh, you went down to a 6-5. Yep. Oh, boy. You talked me down to a 6-5. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah, you know, I might even drop down to a 7-5, let's be honest. Uh, like, looking at it back, it's... 129 is so good, Mark. 129 is so good. And while I do like a lot of elements in, in 130... You, uh, you can like... You can have, like... A uh, like a, a P or like a 
content where it's like, oh, I really like this part of it and this part of it and this yes. part. Of, all these parts individually are like a ten out of ten. They don't mix at all, and no. the fact that they were put together makes the whole makes the uh, the whole less than the sum of its parts. Yes, let's just say that one thirty or one twenty nine hit a hit a home run, and then one thirty came along and and did. Whatever. 130 came along, oh. and then it hit itself in the head with its bat. That's exactly... I, you know, I was struggling to think of a baseball I was analogy. struggling too, and I'm like, what if the batter just whacked himself in the head with And then he's bat? out. That's what happened. Cold. We don't play baseball here, here in Ireland, so I don't know how that game works. But that is exactly my feelings towards these two chapters. So, Mark, I think... I think that's an episode, Mark. I think we we've discussed a lot. Um, it, it we we laughed, we cried. It was hero notes. That's what it was. Uh, so yes, I think we should end the show right now. So first of all, Mark, I'm why waiting don't... for you to give me my? Oh, but... <laughs> I'm getting there. I'm feeding you the line, Mark. I'm feeding it to you. So why don't you tell uh, all our listeners out there where it is that they could find both me, both you, and the show itself on the internet? Well, you can find me on Twitter uh, at ChalionX. That's at C-H-A-L-I-O-N-X. They can find you, Luke, on Twitter at LJ underscore Hollywood. And they can find the podcast on Twitter at Hero Notes Pod. And if you would like to uh, share this podcast with, you know, friends, family, person you met at the bus stop, uh, you can find us on Podbean, Stitcher, and iTunes. Indeed. And also, if they would like to email uh the podcast for any hero notes or vigilante log related queries such as uh you know where they could uh, listen to the podcast eat some beans uh, catch the bus all those great things um they can email us at hero notes podcast at gmail.com and last of all mark uh, i want to tell all our listeners that whatever it is that they find themselves doing in this big bad world to go beyond plus ultra style and, of course, last but not least, we got there eventually, to stay tuned for the next episode of Hero Notes. Same hero time. Same hero channel.